The film and TV show is part of Britpod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritpodScene.com or follow Britpod Scene on Twitter to find out more. A prophecy has come to pass that there would come to us a chosen one and that he, having no child of his own, would love all children everywhere and that he himself would be an artisan and a craftsman and a skilled maker of toys. All those within the sound of my voice and all those on this earth everywhere know from this day on, now and forever, you will be called Santa Claus. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Film and TV Show with me, Richard S. On this very nippy uh, Monday evening or Tuesday morning if you're listening to the podcast as it goes out. And if you are listening to the podcast, thank you very much. I massively appreciate it. Um, If you can drop a review, that would be awesome. Um, It helps people find us a little bit more organically, so that would be amazing. Um, As you can probably tell from the intro, we are talking Christmas films because it's December um, it is going to be Christmas films for the next three weeks. Obviously, we won't be doing the 25th because it's Christmas Day and that's not going to happen, I'm afraid. Um, I'm joined this evening by Jess. Hello, Jess. Hello. <laughs> um, for those of you who recognise Jess's voice, she did the uh, Kevin Smith one with me. And um, Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones as well, mm-hmm. which was our most popular one, by the way. Was We've, it? Yeah, oh. I've, uh, we have had um, almost... Uh, 200 and something thousand downloads. Really? Of that. Wow. Yeah, so if you haven't listened to our Game of Thrones one, 200,000 people can't be wrong. So have a listen. Um, listen to all of them and subscribe on iTunes because that would be amazing if you could do that because then you get everything nice, fresh and new on a Tuesday morning, which would be awesome for you uh, and for me as well. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so we're talking Christmas films, but we're talking Christmas films pre-1991. So we're talking about... The, the likes of The Santa Claus, as you heard at the beginning bit there, which is a, an amazing film, and we'll get to that. I know that the music was from Elf, before anybody points it out, and Elf is a 2,000-plus film, but I can't not put that piece of music in at the very mm. beginning because it's just amazing. It's very it's just iconic. amazing. It is. Um, we're going to be running the show this evening off the basis of the Twitter and Facebook poll that mm. I was running all of last week to find out what the best Christmas film was for uh, for pre-1991. So in there, you had loads of different films. So I'm going to go through the list of the films that I had. If you haven't looked on, on my Twitter, you can have a quick look on my Twitter and you can see them all on there. Please have a quick look and see if uh, yours made it onto my, my initial list um, that was put into pairings. So we had the likes of Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life, Scrooge, Die Hard, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Miracle on 34th Street, the original from the 30s, um, Santa Claus the Movie, uh, White Christmas, A Christmas Carol from 1966, um, Black Christmas, Early Save Christmas, Die Hard 2, 
The Snowman, Scrooge, Christmas Star and One Magic Christmas. And they were all put into a Twitter poll. And we would go through and people were voting, which was great. Mm. And it was lovely to get so many people voting. Uh, and, and there was a winner, and there was a clear winner um, across both Facebook and um, Twitter as well. So I won't, I won't, I won't ruin it now. Most of you will know what it is, but um, I will go through some of the pairings that we did, and and we'll talk about a couple of the films. One of the films that I really want to talk about that really annoyed me that didn't get very far was Ernest Saves Christmas. Have you ever? I don't s- think I've seen oh. that. No. Ernest I've Saves Christmas is amazing. Okay, so it's based around a character called Ernest P. Worrell. Mm-hmm. Okay, now he was a creation from a guy called Jim Varney, and it was initially done for a skit on American TV back in the early 80s, late 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the original uh, like rubber face man. So he was the original Jim Carrey. Oh, okay. So basically Jim Carrey, did. he's even said he took a lot of his mannerisms and stuff from Jim Varney's Ernest P. Worrell. Oh, okay. And there was loads of films that, uh, that, that, that Jim Varney did. Uh, he did Ernest Saves uh, Christmas, um, uh, uh, a Halloween one as well. I can't remember. It's actually pretty pretty chilling. And it, <laughs> it's, it, it's not it, it's not a, a massively scary one, but it's it's a little bit chilling. But but Ernest P. Worrell is he's basically a bumbling idiot. Right. <laughs> Think Jerry Lewis mixed with Jim Carrey, and you kind of get the idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's very very facial, very kind of does all these um, face. Uh, Bits and pieces, you know, shakes his lip, <laughs> like all this, that, and the other, and it's uh, and it's brilliant. But the the premise for the film is brilliant because Santa Claus is looking to pass the mantle on, and he wants to give it to a guy called Joe, who he feels needs to be Santa, hmm. but he needs help, so he goes to see Ernest P. Worrell because Ernest will help everybody because he's just he's just a lovable, affable guy, right? And um, and they have to. Between the two of them, they have to convince Joe to become Santa Claus. Joe, it, the, he thinks it's an absolute wind-up, you know, and they have to convince him to do it because Santa w- is losing his powers and because he's no longer going to be Santa the, the coming Christmas, Joe needs to take on the reins before Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. Otherwise, Santa will not exist and blah, blah. And it's just, it's just hilarity. <laughs> it's just hilarity that... Is it's stupid. It's just <laughs> stupid, but it's one of those films that is just great to watch. You can sit and watch it, and you can be really kind of like, "Yeah, this is great." <laughs> and it's it, I loved it. You know, myself and my brother, we used to watch it all the time, and it was one of those films that just was really fun to watch. Mm. Um, and it's a shame actually that that Jim Varney died, uh, two thousand. Uh, it's a real shame that he died because um, he was uh, he was phenomenal. I mean, he was a very straight laced actor, but when he was Ernest P. Worrell, mm. he'd go absolutely batshit crazy, <laughs> and it was so funny. But I was really disappointed that lost out to a Christmas Carol. Now I think people really think that a Christmas Carol was going to be um, like a more recent version, but it was the really cheesy, horrible, the old, yeah, the real, I know which one you're talking about, the real posh kind of tight-reined, upper-lipped Christmas Carol, mm. the real true-to-Dickens to style with no kind of... It was no Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. And that was... And, and, and that's what got me because that actually did quite well, <laughs> A Christmas Carol. I was quite surprised at that. 
But I suppose in a way, A Christmas Carol is a classic. It's considered a classic in commas. It's a classic read. <laughs> the only really classic... There's only a couple of really decent film versions, versions of, of it. it. There's yeah. Only, yeah. There's not very many film versions of it. And that's what... And that's what got me. But you know, pe- the people voted, and that's and and that's the way it went. You know, it it, it went that way. Um, there was a couple of others in there actually that I that I was really hoping would do a lot, a lot better. Um, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the original. I love, that film. I love the original one. I mean, Same. the remake is great, and that the remake actually comes up in the next, the next for the next show. So the next load of Twitter polls, which will be going out tomorrow, which is Tuesday. Um, for those of you listening now, uh, for those of you listening on the podcast, it will be on live probably now as you're listening to this. If you're not listening to it early-ish, um, just keep checking on the Twitter feed because you'll find mm. the polls on there. If I haven't already tagged you in the polls, then then vote, retweet. <laughs> um, let's get as many as we can because there's some crackers on there. But the remake is on there. But the original was great and I mm. loved it. And I so remember, I. I remember watching it and it was... It's very, it's it's got something very, it's a wonderful life about it. Yeah, definitely. Which was another film that actually did stupidly well, and it's a wonderful life. Kind of got to, it got to the last eight, I think it got. Yeah, it got, yes. it got to the yeah, last. It, it got to the last eight of the Twitter poll, and um, yeah, it was because it, it, it was that that beat Santa Claus the movie, which mm-hmm. is what I want to get to in a minute before the first uh, music break, but. Yeah, I, I never got It's a Wonderful Life. I got the If the Bell Rings and Angel Gets Its Wings, that mm. sort of stuff. And I got, you know, I, I got the whole sentiment of it and stuff. But it just kind of didn't, I don't know, it didn't click for me. But I, for me, I I found It's a Wonderful Life to be one of those films that it could be set any time of year and still be as sentimental and deep and have it could still have the same storyline. It doesn't necessarily need to be a Christmas film, it could be any time of year for me yeah. anyway. That's how I found it. Yeah, I mean, it, it does kind of have that any time of year feel to it. Totally agree. Mm. Um, but it was just a bit, you know, I don't know, I was just, it, it was a bit odd that it did so well. Mm. Um, it, you know, but it is what it, it lost out to one of my favourite films, which was Scrooged. Yeah, I love um, that film. And we'll talk about Scrooge in a bit, but <laughs> I want to talk about Santa Claus the movie. Yes. Because that was the that was the bit at the beginning mm, of that's the show. Father Time, isn't it? It was Father, Father time. time. Yeah, Father Time exclaiming the prophecy of someone becoming Santa Claus. Mm. I did a little bit of editing so that the the last bit where he says, Everyone in this room who can hear me now, I took that and moved that forward a little oh, bit so yeah. that it because it made more sense when with my editing than with how they did it in the film, but uh, maybe that's just because I'm I like my own editing. I don't <laughs> know. Um, but I I loved that film because I think that film is phenomenal. It's it, it, it's a banker for every Christmas yeah. when that comes on. Um, yeah, definitely. And it's if you haven't seen it, it's such an old school eighties Christmas film. It's got Dudley Moore in it. Um. And it's it's also got one of the best scenes that any child who sees it will want to do. And that's when a guy, the young lad is trying to stuff his face with Coke, ham oh, yeah. and a bread roll. The amount of times, <laughs> yeah. that, the amount of times I tried to do that myself and then to get the burping afterwards and stuff. I must have tried that, God, every day for a, for a month. Why doesn't that surprise me that you try to do that? <laughs> it's just, you know, I, I know that he's it's a, a classic he, scene, though. 
absolutely. Because she's a po- she's a posh little rich girl. Yeah. You know her her uncle. It's not her daddy. It's her uncle. It's her, is, yeah. is head of BZ Toys. Um, and uh, I can't even remember who the guy is that that plays BZ. I'm gonna I have can't to remember. I'm gonna have to have a look. I can picture his face. Yeah, I just can't yeah. remember his name. I'm sure. I'm sure he's been in. So many. He has, it, yeah. It's gonna. It's gonna annoy me now. But I will. I will have a look. Um, but yeah, as a, as an origin story of Father Christmas or Santa Claus, it's it's one of the best that I've seen out there. And that he, before he even got the title, he was still doing what he did, taking toys to to children, and then he developed over time. And yeah. That progression, that montage at the beginning of all the toy, how the toys changed yeah, over time as well. And I that really was brilliant enjoyed. because he spent quite a long time as uh, as Santa, mm. which was great until obviously, you know, um, Patch oh, decided to uh, love Dudley Moore as oh, Patch. Patch. Um, the guy who plays BZ, by the way, is John Lithgow. Ah, that's his Now name. everybody, see, because I can, I, like you, I could picture him and John Lithgow has mm. been in Third Rock from the Sun, The Crown, Dexter... Footloose, Shrek. He yeah. plays. He plays the uh, the the king, doesn't he? In Shrek. Yes, yes, little, he does. Yeah. So he's, but he plays BZ BZ, who's head of BZ Toys, and basically, it's um, they're dodgy. They're a dodgy, dodgy co- toy manufacturing. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I think like one of his opening scenes is the courtroom where they open up the panda and it's got like nails it's got, and dust. Yeah, and like sawdust and everything in it. Yeah. It's a He's, typical way to show you that this is the bad guy because yeah. this toy is yeah the toy really companies unsafe. toys companies are the bad guys Santa and the elves are good guys um, <laughs> but it centres around Patch and Patch is the he's not he is made head elf mm. as such for, um, a for a little bit but then he balls us up and then decides that Santa hates him because he messed up and took away his apron so he heads out into the real world with his toy with his idea of being a, you know a rival to Santa Claus and BZ mm. snaps him up and he comes up with this lolly that makes people float. Fly, yeah. Because he uses it, the reindeer he dust. He uses the reindeer dust, yeah, and uh, uses that to make it fly, but it's so unstable and he builds himself that own, his own little flying car, I doesn't love, he? I always wanted to drive that car oh, when I was just, younger. Oh, it's just brilliant. And have a lolly, but... It just presses <laughs> all the all the buttons and stuff. He's like... Beep, boop, beep, the, boop, the, beep, um, oh, the drummers yeah and then the, 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 the drums turn around and it's the headlights yeah for the and oh, then he kind of he kind of goes out of the, the the manufacturing and kind of flies out the warehouse window as such has mm. been made into a big like hangar and flies out and he's dropping off all of these uh, lollipops for free um but then obviously something's crackling in the background and santa has to save him he does the does the loop the loop or whatever that, yeah. that has never been done before, and it's just a giant loop so that he can catch because he's got he's got the young kid, um, the young boy who's a who, he, I guess he's a homeless kid, isn't he? I really? Think he, I think from what I can vaguely remember is that he's he rejected being looked after. Yeah. He chose to be homeless rather than it being not of his own choice. He just yeah. didn't like any of the families or something that yeah, he went but, into, something like that. Yeah, I and think. then and then Beezy's uh, niece found him and they kind of got yeah. friendly and stuff and they went with they went with Patch and they believed everything that Patch was saying mm. and then um and then Santa Claus comes and kind of tries to turn turn her head mm. and not his um so the boy goes off with Patch and she's with Santa in the sleigh and they have yeah. to race to save 
save patch and, Before and the thing blows up. Yeah, and which it does, which is nice actually. It's nice that it actually blows up yeah. and doesn't just kind of land safely in yeah, it's the nice snowy that, hills of wherever it is that they're over by that point. Yeah, although what gets me is that it blows up and they fall through the debris and into Santa's sleigh. Yeah. As opposed Conveniently to, with no injuries I, at I all. know, right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely no injuries and they just kind of fall through the car mm. and into Santa's sleigh. But but yeah, and then it's all it's all friendly friendly and, and he becomes um he becomes head elf again and and whatnot, mm. and BZ gets locked up for criminal charges, which th- there are hundreds to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just love the um, I-, I love the ad that he puts on for it. Yeah, because that's when uh, Santa Claus finally finds Patch again, because he gets yeah. really down that Patch has left, yeah. and then he sees this advert, and then decides to then go after him or something. Yeah, after that, and try and, he? yeah, and go and go and rescue him from from the clutches because yeah. he thinks that he's obviously been coerced into it and doesn't realise because he's yeah. he's very naive and Dudley Moore plays that really really mm, well he plays he it very very naively um, that BZ has his best interests uh, at heart mm. when he doesn't he's all he's interested in is money profit yeah. which is quite a sad indictment of where toy manufacturers are nowadays mm. is that they are all about about money and about profit because you get the same stuff every year that's released yeah and and, and, and I suppose for ridiculous prices as well, and it's setting the expectations for parents. Yeah. Too high when kids see whatever new toy is out on yeah. TV, and they're like, "I want that," and it's like 150 quid. Yeah. It's like whereas before that could get you several little presents that would yeah. be just as amazing. I mean, there was um, the uh, Philip Schofield does Christmas thing last week, right? Mm. And one of his top picks for a Christmas toy this year is a 199 pound. Um, little mini truck that lifts up a thing and and can move itself. Oh, really? And wakes itself up and and stuff. It doesn't really look like it does much. And it's one hundred ninety nine quid, and it's one of his top picks. And I'm like, for one hundred ninety nine quid, he wants to wash the dishes and all. Yeah. Because it, it it's tiny. It is really tiny, and that's what I don't get. Um, and a lot of know. a lot of younger kids, like especially like toddlers and stuff. They just want the box. They'll yeah. have as much fun playing with the cardboard box than yeah, what's yeah. actually inside. Yeah. And parents still spend an extraordinary amount of money on them. It's ridiculous. For no apparent reason. It absolutely is ridiculous. Um, but the, the, the biggest sad news, and it really hit me actually, was um, not so long ago, um, it was last year actually, uh, August last year, the guy that played Santa mm. in Santa Claus movie, David Huddleston, actually passed away. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was... Um, he he was quite old. He was eighty six, but he will always be the Santa Claus. You know, yeah, with the big and that, and definitely. he actually grew that beard. That was a Did natural he? beard. That oh, was I didn't know all that. natural. Yeah, that was all him. That was I didn't all know him. That. Yeah, he yeah. he definitely had that warm presence and happiness and the embodiment of what you imagine. Yeah, Santa he to was, be like he was definitely that. Yeah, he, he was, brought that into it he really was well. And it was a, it was a great it was a great film. If you've never seen Santa Claus the movie, watch it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it's not to be um, mistaken for the Santa Claus, mm. which is with Tim Allen. <laughs> it's it, it's Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore, and you will find it because it will be on at Christmas. So make sure you watch it. Um, we're going to play some songs, and then we'll be back.
Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Man, it doesn't show signs of stopping, and I brought me some corn for popping. The lights are turned way down low. Let it snow, let it snow. When we finally kiss goodnight, how I'll hate going out in the storm. But if you really hold me tight, all the way home I'll be warm. And the fire is slowly dying, and my dear, we're still goodbye. But as long as you'd love me so, let it snow, let it snow and snow. Finally kiss goodnight How I'll hate going out in the storm But if you really grab me tight All the way home I'll be warm Oh, the fire is slowly dying And my dear, we're still goodbye But as long as you love me so Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow This is Michael Winslow, and you're listening to the Film and TV Show with Richard S. Please press the hash key for more now. Hmm, that was not the hash key.
There you go. A little bit of rocking around the Christmas tree there. Um, I, I do love that song. And mm. a lot of people will recognise that from Home Alone, um, which we'll get to. Another good film. We will, we will get to Home Alone. We will get to it um, contentiously. <laughs> so um, Jess was just saying, actually, in the, in the musical break, that she's never seen National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which is an absolute travesty. <laughs> um, that was one of my all-time favourite films, that is. Uh, I absolutely love it. I think it's phenomenal. Um, it's just so funny. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to explain it to you. Um, it's it, it's Chevy Chase uh, goes ballistic and tries to put on a Christmas family get-together. Right. They have a Christmas tree that they cut down and contains squirrels. Oh, okay. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that catches fire with the uncle's wig that gets ripped off and then catches fire. <laughs> um, you have uh, a brother-in-law that turns up in a camper van um, and uh, fills the shitter up and then uh, <laughs> likes to tell everybody about it, then kidnaps his boss who stiffs him for a Christmas bonus um, and plonks him in the house so that he can be berated. Um, yeah. It's it, it it's just chaos. It, it's chaos. <laughs> it is, uh, but it it brings to light some of the most um, funny and enlightening and uh, quotable words of wisdom and lines from Chevy himself. And it is <laughs> it, it is absolutely brilliant. And it's one that you definitely should watch. And it was on my it was on my list as well, but it got beat. Um, and it got beat by It's a Wonderful Life. Um, which, no, uh, no, it got beat, yeah, I'm pretty sure it got beat by It's a Wonderful Life. It got beat anyway in the first round, which was absolutely devastating for me because I was like, no, how can nobody not like <laughs> Christmas Vacation? It's just brilliant. It's just, it's Chevy Chase at his brilliant best. It's so cheesy and so awful. It's brilliant. Oh, it's one of those ones. One of those ones, but it, it, is, it, it is a great, Film and it's one that you most definitely, definitely, definitely should watch. But it was it, it was beat, unfortunately. Um, it didn't even make the final eight. The ones that did make the final eight, Home Alone, um, A Christmas Star. Again, I think it's one that people didn't realise. It's a very obscure nineteen mm. fifties Christmas film. Yeah, that I, think I don't think seen it once. I think I don't think anybody really knows what it is. They just didn't want to vote for uh, the ones that it was up against. Obviously. <laughs> um, then you had uh, Wonderful Life. And Santa Claus a movie, Scrooge and a Christmas Carol, Die Hard uh, up against Die Hard Two, um, but uh, but yeah, and then when we got to the when we got to the semi final, it was Home Alone against Scrooge mm. and Die Hard versus It's a Wonderful Life, and I want to focus on Scrooge because I know you've seen Scrooge and you yeah, said that you've wh- seen yeah, it yeah a while ago with Bill Murray, <laughs> with Bill Murray yeah I have seen it a while ago but uh, I have seen it <laughs> and it is it, it's just a brilliant film it's one of those that that again you'd always find on at Christmas mm. and what I love so much about it is Bill Murray I just uh, love he's brilliant I love him I just love him he's so mm-hmm. brilliant in it you know you've got the ghost of Christmas past present and future the dodgy cab driver you've got the <laughs> You got the you, you, uh, the skeleton guy with the smoke smoking and the drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've got the, the the I don't know which one she is. I think she's the Ghost of Christmas Present. I think it's the 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 Tinkerbell type one that keeps beating him up. I don't know what I can't remember which one she is, but she just keeps beating him I up think all she's the present. time. 
Um, Pretty sure she's the ghost of Christmas present. Yeah, because she just Think. she just kind of batters him all the time. <laughs> you know, oh, we need to go here and whack. <laughs> you know, and it's just um, yeah, it's it's just phenomenal. So you've got Bill Murray plays um, plays Scrooge, but he plays Frank Frank Cross. Um, Karen Allen is Claire Phillips. Um, Carol Kane is the lady that plays Ghost of Christmas something. Doesn't say. Just says Ghost, of, ghost Christmas. of Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would imagine that she's the Ghost of Christmas Past. I think that's what she is, the Ghost of Christmas Past. Um, and, yeah. So, which is, it doesn't really say. Nope, she's the Ghost of Christmas Present. Oh, she is, okay. and then the ghost of Christmas past is the cab driver. Oh yeah, the really of old, yeah, the really funny cab driver. Yeah, of course, because um, the ghost yeah. of Christmas future is kind of like death, isn't he? Yeah, He's in the elevator, and yeah. but it's it's just so fun. It's a great take on Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's a good twist. I think that's what I like. And about it is it. because it was he's that a twist, and it's not. Yeah, it's because he's a TV exec, isn't mm. it? You know, he's a TV exec. And he just uh he he's just a a, a douchebag, you mm. know. He he messes Claire around or he messed her around and, and they bump into each other mm. and he's so anti Christmas and everyone's working Boxing Day and Christmas Day and shooting this commercial or this film or whatever it is and he just doesn't care. He lives no. in his nice penthouse lifestyle and he's all alone and typical high end businessman. Yeah, yeah. It's a great take on Scrooge, to mm. be honest. Um and it's just so hilariously dark. Yeah, definitely. Which, which is what grabs me is because it is so dark. Yeah. And especially the 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 Christmas past and the Christmas future. They're very dark. Mm. I know that it is in the books. Uh, in the original, in the original tale, they're quite dark. They're not as light and fluffy as saying them up. It's Christmas Carol. Will have you believe? Mm. <laughs> but you know, it, it it does very well to to mix that darkness. It does, doesn't it? But he's but he makes the film for me, and I think that it's his charisma on screen that really kind of encapsulates mm. everything you would want from a Scrooge character. You know, he is an absolute yeah. ass. He doesn't give anything Definitely. away. Um, but he does it in his own Bill Murray way, and I can't help when I'm watching him but think Venkman from Ghostbusters. Yeah. I can't. He, he kind of well, plays. See, now you've said that, that's all I'm going to picture now. But thanks for that. But when, but when you're watching it, it he literally has. It's like Bill Murray in his heyday only ever played one character, and that was Venkman yeah. from Ghostbusters. But they had different names in different <laughs> films. Um, you know, not so much more more recent stuff, but I mean, maybe that's just Bill Murray as himself. But Scrooge is a mm. is another fantastic film, and it's one that is is one of my all time favorite Christmas films. Mm. Um, I think it'd be a lot to, to take away from the Santa Claus the movie because that that for me is my that that is my most that's favorite Christmas ever Christmas. Film. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I grew up watching that every yeah. year. Um, so mine's Muppets Christmas Carol. I've already See, expressed I love, my love yes, for it. <laughs> but, but that'll be on next week's show. Yeah. That'll be on next Which week's. Which I'm not here for. No. Well, more for you then. Um, but yes, so Scrooged is is definitely one. And it's it's one that I actually thought would get further than... Uh, I thought it'd yeah, get I'm to the final. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't get I thought it would get further. to the final. Um, and that was... That was surprising, actually. I mean, it went up against Home Alone, which... 
Whilst... Yeah, I thought that would be the final. That's what I thought the final Yeah, would be. see, Scrooge versus Home Alone would be a great final. Because mm, um, I reckon that would be quite a close one as well. Yeah, I think so, because I think there's a lot of people out there that that love Scrooge because it is it, it is a Dickens yeah. film. It is, you know, it, it takes Dickens' Christmas Carol and puts a nice, neat little twist on mm. it. It makes it a little bit different, not your average. It's still familiar, but that twist yeah keeps it on, the head, on its head a little bit yeah and then you've got you've got home alone which we'll which we'll get to in a minute mm. um and it's it just kind of like oh well you know it's just uh, i don't know it's very it's very bizarre mm. um but it would have been a good final but it, it, that wasn't to be unfortunately home alone kicked scrooge's backside <laughs> uh into touch but scrooge is most definitely an amazing film that mm. you need to go and watch because yeah, it's definitely. just it it, it it, it's just brilliant, you know. It's Murray at his best. It's it, you've got the music, you've got the you've got the comedy sequences, which don't necessarily come from him. They come from Carol Kane, the Ghost of Christmas Present. Yeah, because she's actually very, very funny. Yeah, very, very funny. And I think that it that that part was adapted to suit her, her. because she was very mm. much a, a a comedy actress, you know, with her voice and the way she portrays herself. I think that that is. Um, it's very much her, and I thought that she mm. was she was absolutely fantastic. Oh, in definitely. That. I think they yeah. all were, to be honest. I think they were all very, very good. Um, they all played their parts. They all did them well, and they it was very well casted. It was very well casted. I mean, you had um, you, you had quite a few people in there. As I said, you had Carol Kane, you had um, Bill Murray, you've got um, the uh, Karen Allen who played Claire. Who, if you don't know who Karen Allen is, or you remember Karen Allen. She's been in uh, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, um, The Perfect Storm. She was the the love interest for um, Indiana Jones. Yeah, in those in those two films. So um, she also has a striking resemblance to Margot Kidder. Yeah, she who does. Um, played Lois Lane mm. in Superman. Um, you had Bobcat Goldthwait. Love Bobcat. You'll know <laughs> Bobcat because Bobcat was in Police Academy. Um, and and everything else as well. He was, um, yeah, he was brilliant. You know, he's a guy with the funny voice. <laughs> um, John Forsyth, John Glover, Robert Mitchum. Um, you even had Bill Murray's dad, Brian Doyle Murray, was oh, in yeah. it, which was which was really bizarre. Yeah, of course. Um, so you've you've got you've got Lee Majors is in it. Robert Goulet. Um, John Houseman, Miles Davis, which is really bizarre that Miles Davis is in it. Really, really bizarre. Um, musician. Oh yeah. So yeah. he's he plays a street musician, which is really really bizarre. But um, but yeah, Scrooge is it, it's one of those films that you definitely have to watch. It's it's the epitome of for me, it's the epitome of uh, a Christmas Carol. Yeah. You know for. For for your, your more adult retelling, yeah, I think definitely. it's the epitome. Whereas Muppets Christmas Carol will be more it's from more a child a, perspective. Yeah. Um, but you know, Scrooge is uh, is definitely a brilliant, brilliant film. Mm. Um, right, we'll play some songs and then we'll we'll move on to uh, to the final two. Freeway down. 
It's me, Snakes. I got the stuff. Leave it on the doorstep and get the hell out of here. All right, Johnny. But what about my money? What money? AC said you had some dough for me. That a fact. How much do I owe you? AC said 10%. Too bad AC ain't in charge no more. What do you mean? He's upstairs taking a bath. He'll call you when he gets out. Hey, I tell you what I'm going to give you, Snakes. I'm going to give you to the count of ten to get your ugly, yellow, no-good keister off my property before I pump your guts full of lead. All right, Johnny, I'm sorry. I'm going. One, two, ten. <laughs> Keep the change, you filthy animal. The Film and TV Show with Richard S. Only on Heroid Community Radio. Please don't hesitate Put a little love in your heart And the love 
There you go. That was the amazing Al Green Nanny Lennox. Put a little love in your heart from the end of Scrooge. And Run Run Rudolph as well, which is by Chuck Berry, and you'll know that from Home Alone, um, which we will talk about, as well as the, um, the the skit from Angels with Dirty Souls, which isn't actually a real film, and I was devastated to find that out. The, uh, the, the film in Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. actually a real film. Is it not? No, no, no. That was made up and actually starring John Hughes himself in there. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It's not a real film. Oh, it's that's not a shame. A, it literally is for the two Home Alone films. They just shot two bits for it just to stick in the film itself. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, it would make the most badass uh, gangster film mm. ever. Um, so we'll get down to the last two. So the last two was between Home Alone and and Die Hard, and there are only really ever two people in this world: those who think Die Hard is a Christmas film, and those who are wrong. <laughs> okay, uh, Die Hard is a Christmas film, and Die Hard won and won the uh, pre nineteen ninety one by fifty seven percent to forty three percent. If you're on Twitter. Uh, it actually lost on Facebook, but when you add the fact that there was only 16 votes on Facebook versus the 100 plus on, on Twitter, Twitter uh, which doesn't sound a lot, and I was slightly disappointed. I wish I had more votes than that, but hey ho. Um, so it doesn't really add it up. So, so Die Hard was the winner, but Home Alone is a great film. Um, it's uh, you know a worthy runner-up, and in some people's eyes, it is the it is the best film pre nineteen ninety one. Yeah, for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Home, Home Alone's great. You know, it's it, it's fun. A kid being left alone, going at it against two burglars. I mean, you know, they are a hapless pair between the two of them they anyway. Really are, yeah. um, but you know, it, how it, they didn't die. I. <laughs> In both the films, they should have died. Oh, definitely! T- so many times, <laughs> but it's it's one of those real feel-good films, mm. you know. And it's one of those films that it is justifiably one of the best Christmas films ever. One of the best oh, yeah. films ever because you can watch it any other time, but it's good to watch it at at Christmas, mm. you know. I mean, Macaulay Culkin is is great in it, and his own uh, brother was in there as well, who yeah. plays the, the the kid that pisses himself when he mm. drinks Pepsi. Um, I can't remember. That. I can't remember the kid's name, but I can't remember it either. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's just it's just brilliantly, hysterically found good family mm. fun film. I think that was every kid's dream, as well, in a way. It's to do the house up. It's so to they do can... the house up as that plot and that plan of yeah. traps and such, as well. I think because oh, I don't. God. I definitely wanted to. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. I wanted. To, I wanted to just get the paint. The paint cans and swing them from, from <laughs> up and above and smack people in the in the team. It's like your gold tooth, my tooth, my tooth, my, my, my tooth. <laughs> but it's not just that; it's it's the whole the whole planning of it. You know, you've got the um, you've got the really horrible secret that the guys you know killed his brother or something and buried yeah. him. You know, the old man with the the, the uh, shovel the and stuff. He salts the pavement. Yeah, yeah, and he's really a nice guy. You've got the stealing the toothbrush. Um, I'm a fugitive <laughs> from the law. <laughs> You know, to the to the BB gun. You know, this is my house. I have to defend it. Um, even the down tarantula. to yeah, the tarantula, oh. which was a real Tran- real yeah. tarantula. And when you actually, uh, he was actually doing a, an interview and said that it was real. And he said, "Can can we can I scream?" And they were like, um, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> But they had to dub it out because it was so loud. Yeah, because didn't he say he didn't like them or something? Yeah, he was, and he, he had it. On he his was. Face yeah, he was scared. To, them. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's uh, petrified of tarantulas. 
and, and the other um, one on his face. They had to dub in the scream because his scream actually scared the tarantula. Really? His original scream. Oh, so they, they had to dub that scream in, uh, oh, which is okay. uh, which was phenomenal. Um, and the you know the the blowtorch scene when Joe Pesci <laughs> gets his head, done. <laughs> the iron from the light bulb in the basement. The, and um, the, what is it that he puts on the door handle? It's like a hot. It's like a hot thing, yeah. Wire. And, and and he gets he gets the M from McAllister. Yeah, stamped in his skin. He has to it's, stick it in the snow. It's and... funny, he takes he takes forever to get up the steps because yeah. they've been iced over to then dive off it twice. Yeah, <laughs> throw his head in his hand. Yeah, then the you... one I one I cringe at and I can't really watch is when he's in the cellar and it's the foot. It's the foot. Yeah, I can't watch that. No, because he he literally. Funnily enough, when you look at it and how he falls, there is absolutely no way he would fall directly on the ground. He would literally hit the stairs on the way down. Yeah, he would. So, I mean, there's so many flaws with it. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> but we forget about it. You know, you forget the fact that a family have neglected their child as they bugger off to Florida, to, to France um, yeah. and leave. And, and, and leave I don't a... realise that he's not there until yeah. I know that... late it is. Kevin! It's like, yeah, pets of the year award there. Mm. But it, it, it was just... Yeah, it was just a a great feel good film, you know. John Candy with his little bit of um, little cameo, mm. you know, playing the the clarinet or whatever it was in the back of the van. They're trying. I love you know, that scene. Going to Sheboygan. Yeah, I yeah. do love. I do love that scene. It is great folk music. Well, no, it's polka music, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's polka music or polka. The polka, 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 polka. <laughs> it's like, yeah, never heard of it. But yeah, no, it is a great scene. It is a great scene. And everyone is brilliant in that film. Mm. You know, everyone is brilliant. And John Hurd, who played his dad, you know, passed away this year, uh, which was really sad. Mm. So, um, but Home Alone was a great, a great, sec- uh, you know, great runner up. And the winner was, uh, was Die Hard. And Die Hard is absolutely a Christmas film. And there are millions of people out there that would tell you that Die Hard is a Christmas film. And anyone that disagrees is wrong. <laughs> and, I will state now, you're wrong, Jess. (laughs) I knew that was coming. You are wrong. (laughs) Die Hard is a Christmas film, and I'll tell you why. Now, regardless that it was released in the summer, that doesn't matter. (laughs) It's set at Christmas, okay? There is snow. That doesn't make it a Christmas film, though. No, 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 no. It's set at Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Check. There's snow. Check. There's a Christmas party going on. Check. You've got... Um, people being douchebags. Check. It's Christmas. Okay. <laughs> it is Christmas. That's it. it. It's a Christmas film. It's set at Christmas. Doesn't matter when it was released. Just because it happens to be about some baddies that are overtaking a, you know, a, a big tall building and want to rip it off of money and are killing people. That doesn't matter. It's still a Christmas <laughs> film. It might not be the feel good. It might not be the Christmas film that people want but it's the Christmas film that the people deserve. <laughs> we deserve a Christmas film with John McClane shooting the crap and beating the crap out Getting of people. very passionate about it. Absolutely. <laughs> and it isn't Christmas until he falls out the window. <laughs> until, until he falls out the window, that is it. You know, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber is the, one of the most iconic baddies ever. <laughs> and Alan Rickman plays him with such mm. finesse and it isn't Christmas until he falls out of the window. <laughs> and that bit was actually filmed of him just uh, literally just kind of falling slightly and they they slowed it right the way down 
and they shouted him to make funny faces and stuff to scare him and whatnot. And that's why he's doing what he's doing. He's actually telling them to shut up. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. actually quite, it's quite funny. But it's um, but yeah, Die Hard is most definitely a Christmas film. It is a worthy, worthy winner as well, I must say. Um, and uh, anyone who disagrees with me, well, you're just you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. And uh, it's really funny because the guy at False, uh, False Starts Podcast said at the very, very beginning, when I said mm-hmm. I was going to do this, he said that Die Hard will win, not because it's the best Christmas film, but because of the internet. Yeah. And Home Alone should win. Well, Home Alone didn't win. Uh, you were right as well at False Starts Podcast. Uh, Die Hard did win. Uh, it's a worthy, worthy winner in my eyes. I don't know if it's just because it's not my type of film, I think is why I'm not the biggest fan of it. It's yeah. just it's just one of those films that just doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, I know. I know, <laughs> but then... So if it's any time of year, I'd still be a bit... Mm, it's, it, it's, not it. everybody, it's not everybody's cup of tea, no. let's be honest. It's not everybody's cup of tea, but... But, you know, it, it, it is what it is, and, and Die Hard did win, so it's... I, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy that Die Hard wins. And I will be honest, I went onto my personal Twitter and voted for Die Hard <laughs> off my personal Twitter, uh, purely because I wanted it to win. And it is it is a great film. It's completely different. Some people have argued that you've got an action film and a comedy film, where's the Christmas film? But they're both set at Christmas. Yeah. They both contain the words Christmas, ergo... Christmas film, mm. and I could do a whole show on why Die Hard is a Christmas film, <laughs> but I don't because we're going to play the last bit of songs, and then we're going to come back and we're just going to wrap up um, what we're going to be doing for next week. Is that? Christmas time is here Everybody knows There's not a better time of year Hear that sleigh Santa's on his way Hip hip hooray for Christmas vacation Got a ton of stuff to celebrate
him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four flushing, low life, snake licking, dirt eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood sucking, dog kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat ass, bug eyed, stiff legged, spotty lip, worm headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? We're gonna press on, and we're gonna have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney tonight, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. Hi, I'm Holly Dempsey. You're listening to the film and TV show with Richard S. The sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight Walking in a winter wonderland Gone astray is the bluebird Here to stay is a new bird He sings a love song as we go along Walking in a winter wonderland in the meadow we can build a snowman Then pretend that he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job when you're in town Later on we'll conspire As we dream by the fire To face unafraid the plans that we made Walking in a winter wonderland In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he's a circus clown We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman Until the other kitties knock him down When it snows, ain't it thrilling? Though your nose gets a chillin' We'll frolic and play the Eskimo way Just walkin', talkin' So that's all right. You just have a cough at the end of the song. That's perfectly fine. fine. <laughs> so you had the theme tune for um, I can't remember. Oh, that's gonna really I can't remember now. You had um, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. You had the you had the tirade of abuse in there, and uh, and then you had the you had the theme song as well. So it's it's beautiful, just beautiful. <laughs> it makes me want. And I was just saying, actually, it makes me want to just go and watch Scrooged and um, all the others as well. Because it, you know, talking about them just brings back. Yeah, uh, definitely need a Christmas Christmas movie day tomorrow. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The joys of not working. Well, well, you do work. You're a Christmas elf at Dobby's. But, yeah. But yes, and you work at the Key Theatre yes. as well. Um, but yes, no. I wish I could have a nice Christmas film day. But then, <laughs> the, most of the films that I would want to watch aren't child friendly. Yeah. So they're probably you know pre watershed, but that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> um, so next week. Well, uh, well, starting as of today, or tomorrow, depending on when you're listening to this, um, 
I will be doing the post-1991 to present-day movies. So I'll give you a list of the films that I have. I won't tell you the pairings. You'll have to check out the Twitter at the FTV show to find out. I'll also be doing it on Facebook as well, FTV show. If you want to get involved on that as well, please do, because I do take both of the results into account when I am collating all the information. So the 16 films that I've had to pick because I needed 32 or 16 and I didn't get to 32 so it was 16, I had to cut a few. So we've got Nativity, Bad Santa, Elf, Home Alone 2, Jingle All the Way, The Santa Claus, Saving Christmas, Four Christmases, Grinch, Fred Claus, Muppets Christmas Carol, the 1997 version, I think it is, or 1994 of Miracle on 34th Street, Jack Frost, Surviving Christmas, Deck the Halls, and Christmas with the Cranks. So those are your 16 uh, films starting off the post two, uh, post nineteen ninety one Christmas films, and that will be under the hashtag World Cup of Christmas Films on both uh, Twitter, Facebook, and also on Instagram as well. If you want to find it on Instagram, um, so make sure you vote and you retweet, and we get as many votes as we can because I have a feeling I know what's going to win. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling. I'm not going to make any predictions, but I have a feeling that I know what's going to win. Out of them all, um, I've done all the random generators, so all of the all of the next um, rounds are already pre-made up. So mm-hmm. I used a random generator on online and done that. So yeah, it's yeah. it's all there; it's all ready to go. I've got a couple which I think will make it through quite far. That I can imagine will get quite far. It depends on the pairings. Yeah, it depends it's on the, the pairings because there's because in the first round there's a couple on there that you kind of think oh man how am I going to choose yeah you kind of want both of them yeah so we we shall see how that goes we shall see how that goes but mm. um, but make sure that uh, if you are listening to get involved um, make sure that you you vote and you retweet as well if you're not following us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram please do um, I didn't say it at the beginning but uh, because I'm not really wearing I am wearing a tee of the week I'm wearing my uh, last Jedi t-shirt um <laughs> in preparation for next Thursday's release of The Last Jedi. Uh, I'm also wearing my uh FTV show my film and TV show hoodie and you can buy that if you really want to and I'd love it if you would from Sorella Print you can find them on Twitter at Sorella Print but also on Facebook as well. Get in contact with Louise at Sorella Print um if you want one of the hoodies. Uh, we're also doing some T-shirts and also doing some sweatshirts as well that you can buy. So if you do want to get any of the merch, then just speak to them um, and she can get them sorted for you. Absolutely no problem. Um, I am getting some pins made as well, some pin badges made. They're being made um, by Mystical Studio based in Essex. Ooh. So you can find those on Facebook, um, Mystical Studios or The Mystical Studios they're called. So you can speak to them um, if you want any of the badges, then uh, then please do and wear it with pride. Um, and that's it. That's the, that's the show done. It's another hour whizzed past, which yeah. is just ridiculous. You know, the number of Christmas films out there, you could go on for hours. I'm surprised at how, how many there are pre-1991 versus post-1991. It's so difficult mm. to narrow it down. I could do them all, but then it would squiff all of the uh, all of the rounds, and it, some of them would get a buy, and some of them wouldn't. And it's mm. like, oh, do you know what? That just uh, it, it's just not worth it. So I've had to whittle them down to the ones that I think will be the most popular. But mm. there are so many Christmas films out there, and because it is December, we will be doing Christmas um, next week. 
and then on the 18th as well. That's it. That's us done. Jess, thank you yeah, very no much problem. for joining. Thank you for having um, me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's nice having it's nice having different people on all the time. It makes it good fun. <laughs> um, for those of you guys that are listening, um, thank you again for, for tuning in. Thank you again for listening on the podcast. I massively appreciate it. If you can, please, please leave us a review. That would be amazing. And if you can share us with your friends and your family, um, if you want to come on the show, if you want to um, choose a, a topic you want us to talk about, anything at all, just get in touch with us. Send us a DM. Uh, happy to listen to whatever anybody wants to talk about. If you want to, if you want a shout out, give me a give me a DM, and I can happily give you a shout out. Absolutely no problem whatsoever. Um, and that's it. Um, thank you very much again, no Jess. <laughs> and um, I shall speak to you all. Got all you guys. Next week. Have a good week. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. And won't see another one And then we sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my face away And dreamed about you God, I'm the lucky one Came in Years from me and you. So happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true. i
someone. Well, so could anyone. You took my dreams from me when I first found you. I kept them with me, babe. I put them with my own. Can't make it alone. I built my dreams around you. Christmas Day. 